everybody. Welcome in to the pilot episode of the Fantasy Addicts Fantasy Football Podcast, where we know you got a fever. I got a fever. And the only prescription is some of that sweet, sweet fantasy football knowledge. All right, today um, I am your host, Mike, with my co-host, Nick. That is me, Nick Barnes. Yep. Good to see you. <laughs> Happy to be here. Glad to be part of the team, huh? It'll be, it'll be an adventure. All right, and today we are going to be doing a, um, a rookie mock draft. We actually did one earlier, so we're going to be going through kind of the order of how the rookies are going in the mock draft. I know that some people had their rookie mock draft shortly after the NFL draft, but um, for our league that we do, we are actually in multiple leagues together. Nick and I are in Dynasty, Keeper. Um, we also do redraft leagues. And for our Dynasty League, we decided to wait just with the things that are going on with COVID, with the things that are, you know, whether there may or may not be a supplemental draft. We might touch on that a little bit later. Um, We decided to hold off. Usually with a lot of our leagues, we do like to do it. I think last year we did um, our redraft league. We did it the day before the NFL season started. I think we did it, yeah, the, the Sunday before the season, and the season started on Thursday. Yeah, and we do like that. Not every league does it. I know sometimes people are itching and ready to go, but for us, um, there are a lot of things that can happen leading up to that. So you might have a good player that gets hurt in practice or gets hurt in the preseason when there is a preseason. You see that, you know, year in and year out. So um, it is something that I personally have enjoyed in our leagues is waiting. Yeah, you hate to see, like, somebody take somebody in the first round and then the week later they get hurt in the third preseason game for nothing. And then your whole season kind of is – shot yeah was it Jarek McKinnon I think that happened to be the one here the, um <laughs> definitely yeah. was an early injury I'm rest not sure in, if it was rest in before pieces. The, yeah so hey uh, this, is, this is a comeback <laughs> man this is a year it is what it is all right but we'll talk about the rookies so um you ready to let the dogs out let's get to it all right so um we used the sleeper app for um one of our for our dynasty league um I've also played on Yahoo different other platforms but the Sleeper League is nice for Dynasty because you can keep it going all year long. You can keep those waiver, waivers open. You can decide when you open them. We actually opened them after the NFL draft. We did. Um, there hasn't been a lot of movement. There was, you know, once we opened them up again, a couple things that people did right away. But other than that, it's usually just <laughs> myself or, you know, maybe Nick. Just, just stalking the waiver wire. Yeah. They're going to uh, add new players at some point, right? So I did um, get Jalen Hurd, which I'm excited about, especially with uh, – Debo getting his having a nobody's foot injury, excited about Jalen Hurd. I, there's one, and it's me. <laughs> it's you. Um, that's a, that's I'm addicted. <laughs> I'm just looking like yeah. Jalen Hurd. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> more Jalen Hurd, please. So if you're wondering the level of addiction, that that's where we're at. It's, it's too far. Uh, the deepest of dives. It's too far. So we're gonna start off um, the one one in the dynasty rookie draft. Uh, I did a mock draft. I in our actual league will be drafting from the four spot, so I just selected that, and then the rest was computer generated. Um, but many of the mocks that you're seeing right now, um, everybody's excited for the running back Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Um, C E H C E H. Yeah, I've heard the last you know Hilaire Hilaire different ways to pronounce his last name, but C E H um, drafted to the Kansas City. Chiefs, a high-powered offense. Yeah, for sure. Um, Nick, you actually tell them what picks you have because Nick has just been collecting um, first-round picks. <laughs> um, uh, I like picks. They're interesting, and you get to work throughout the offseason to, you know, see what rookies you want, see if you can get any advantages, uh, you know, just going on the deep dive. So uh, I have – I don't even remember anymore. I think I have the second pick, the sixth pick, and then the – 10th and 11th pick or 9th and 10th Did you not trade up for the third? You don't have the third? Um, No, I traded up from the third to the second. To the third to the second. Okay, I got you. 
Uh, so you can get your guy, but I had it no looks picks like to, to four first round picks. You may quick. not be able the one man you may not be able to get, uh, Clyde Edwards Lair. And I'll let you talk about kind of why people are excited for him. So it, it's an exciting player that didn't get too much hype kind of out of the gate, um, but he just kind of fits the scheme. And it seems like all the Kansas State Chiefs are all pumped to get him there. Um, it seems like Mahomes was was a big fan of him, and Andy Reid obviously was a fan of him. So uh, it's kind of just one of those niche fits, and it, it all makes sense. And it's just a high powered offense, so it's gotta it's gotta be a good spot. Yeah, and um, it was definitely a guy. You know, it was the only running back taken in the first round at the end of the first round. For it sure, was a, a guy that they wanted. Um, you heard Joe Burrow, the number one pick in the draft, talk him up as being. I think he said he was the best football player he ever played with. Right. Um, who Dandy Reed comp him to? Do you remember? Was it uh, Westbrook? Westbrook, yeah, yeah. I think he said he watched his tape and felt like he was a better version of Westbrook. So that's pretty high praise. Yeah. They want to use him. It hurts me because I'm a Damian Williams owner in our in our dynasty league. Again, so I'll make the case against Ceh a little bit. So I got his measurements. He's five seven, two hundred seven pounds. So he's a little bit smaller guy. He's small. Um, again, we've seen small guys though that hold up and have good careers in the NFL. But Absolutely. it's still something that you know. When you take into consideration, um, are they going to have him running up the middle? They're not a team that really pounds the rock very much. They're definitely more a run and gun. Uh, that's because usually they score in about four plays. Yeah. You know, and Pat Mahomes, who is my dynasty quarterback, is just, you know, dropping dimes. <laughs> you know, too many. The only team too to many. run 10 plays and have 10 touchdowns. Um, but yeah, so. Damian Williams, though, he is a guy. He, you know, people, again, I listen to a lot of the experts. They're just down on him. They've always thought he was just a guy. And I feel like his tape looks pretty good. He looks fast on tape, if you ever watched his tape. Um, I try not to. Should have been the Super There's Bowl. There's not MVP. that much of it. I'm trying to just make the case to make myself <laughs> feel better. Again, I think that, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it is not outside uh, the realm of possibilities, though, that he does still have a role at the Do start have, of the stop year. Stop trying to make fetch a thing. I yeah, don't know. Drive. Let's see. I got this one. Wrong. So I might be wrong. <laughs> David Williams might be nobody. Clyde Edwards-Alaire might be great. He uh, might be. I think he's, you know, there's a good chance that he is worthy of that 1-1 pick. All right, so now um, if Nick, he did trade up from the 3 to the 2 spot, so who are you going to take with the number 2 pick? And let me tell you, if it's who I think it is, um, it would be the same as the person that the computer projected as the second pick in my rookie uh, mock draft yeah i think you gotta go jt here right um he's a stud he's arguably the one one uh i mean what's the the worst thing about him we've heard is he's got a lot of mileage so that is jonathan taylor and nick is yeah i'm gonna get one for show for show i'm getting that for show yeah (laughs) and i think that's a good pick honestly i kind of like him more than ceh i like that he's just a bigger guy he went to about the best spot that you could possibly imagine because one of the kind of critiques of him before the draft was that he just needs to run behind a good line, and if he has right. a good line, he can be phenomenal. And he goes to um, the Colts, which have the best line in the NFL. So you're not yeah. going to get a better pairing. Again, kind of like um, – Too bad they don't have Andrew Luck. Kind of like with CEH, there is a guy who does play football who is a running back on that team, uh, Marlon Mack. Who? Marlon Mack. I'm familiar. He's a decent football player. He's not the best running back, but he's, again, I think he's eclipsed a thousand yards. And again, he's been running behind a good line. They want to run. Sure. Um, but again, I think that Marlon Mack might, again, have a role and it might take a little while for JT to really become the main guy. 
Um, also, Nemi Hines. Um, <laughs> the other running back who he's going to be the pass catcher. You've seen a couple reports where the Colts have talked him up and kind of talked about how they want to get him involved in throwing the ball. I don't know that I believe it. We'll see. But um, he is a guy who is there, so just who, something to consider. Who, who are you betting money on in that backfield? Though? Oh, I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. Again, yeah. I'd probably be my 1-1 one, one pick if I was going. And, then again, I like CEH. I don't know. But, again, you're right. It's like how often do they even need to run the ball? Does, does the longevity of the quarterback situation there affect your your decision at so, all? So, again, with my, my man, Pat Mahomes, Money Mahomes, getting the 10-year deal, and, again, the way that – contracts are you know that could look a lot more you know he could be there for five years and then all kinds of things where you never know all the loopholes and i'd have to really look at his contract but right he's gonna be there they like him yeah as they should i like him i don't want to trade him for anything uh he's the the being the rookie of the year and then the nfl super bowl mvp again which should have been damian williams but He's, he's very good at football. Um, the, the, apparently, this is a Damian Williams podcast yeah. now. And it gives you faith that, you know, he did have a couple little injuries. That's probably what prevented me from going back-to-back champion in our Dynasty League. But uh, the the patella there, that, that kneecap, gave him some trouble. But he's back and looking healthy. Um, good quarterback. I'm a fan. All right, we'll jump to number three. So number three in um, this mock draft was J.K. Dobbins. So J.K. Dobbins is interesting to me. I I'll talk about him because I'm the guy who's drafting at the fourth. And if J.K. Dobbins falls to me, I'm almost hoping he goes before I go just so I don't have so to make have to the decide. choice between <laughs> the stud wide receivers and J.K. Dobbins. I get it. Man, I think that Ingram's a good running back. So um, Dobbins got drafted. He's going to the Ravens. Ravens are a good team. Um, you know, they have a very high-powered offense. They looked really good this year. A lot of things went right for him this year, though. They could have some regression. I think um, – Lamar, their quarterback, I think he's going to run in more touchdowns than he did this previous year, so he's going to vulture those touchdowns. Um, he's basically just, you know, he's more than a running back because he can't throw. He makes good throws, I thought. But Again, they're a team that will go with whatever's working, yeah. and whatever works for them is running the ball all the time. So another thing about the Ravens, I think they are going to throw more this year. They have um, a couple rookie receivers that they took. Um, Hollywood Brown, who was the first um, wide receiver drafted in last year's NFL draft. He had injuries throughout the year, so hopefully he's coming back. He's healthy. He might get more involved. Um, So there are some things. They might throw more. They might run less. They've got Ingram, who was a good running back. There's debate about whether he's going to get overtaken this year. A lot of people think that Dobbins next year might be his year. He might be Good this year, but great next year. Um, so he's a guy, again, that I think it depends on your team a little bit. If you're definitely going for the win this year, hey, you, know, you still might be good with him. But if you're setting up for next year, like that's kind of where I'm at. If I took Dobbins, I might then adjust my draft right. um, strategy to kind of set up a little more for next year. If you if you buy into like talent wins, then you're in for, for JK. Yeah, and they spent the draft capital on him. You for know, sure. He was a high pick. So I think Dobbins, again, there's a good chance – there's a lot a lot of chance that he's got a high ceiling and things could go really well. So he was the three. Yep. All right. So now we'll move on. So this is a pick that you know, when I did the mock, I actually did pick. So I took C.D. Lamb, and I like C.D. Lamb. Um, I just think that the upside of having a stud-wide receiver in a class where – Again, some people will make an argument that Jerry Judy is better, but um, Jerry Judy. C.D. Lamb is just – he looks – athletic the way he moves us i heard a story about him early when i was doing my research about like 
the first time he stepped onto a baseball diamond, he hit a home run. He's just one of those guys that's just, oh, he's just great just at sports. Yeah, just naturally athletic. He's gifted. Um, I saw a video of him recently running routes. Um, he had the helmet on and no shirt. He looked a little undersized, but that's not necessarily bad for a guy coming in because right. you do, you put on that muscle, you kind of mature just as you're going. Um, so, again, I'll, I'll jump back, though. Um, so I'll give you the, the measurements for Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor's 5'11", 219 pounds. J.K. Dobbins is 5'10", 212 pounds. So, again, both of those guys, bigger Little running backs. You yeah. know, they're going to pound the rock a little bit more. C.D. Lamb is 6'2", 198 pounds. So he's got good height, little good light. weight. Again, a little bit light, but, again, I think he can put on a little bit of weight, a little muscle. And, again, he's just a talented guy. He was a lot of before-the-draft people's number one wide receiver on their board. And then afterwards, everybody's kind of like, ah, the Cowboys, I don't know. He's going to have to compete with Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup's good. And as people dove in and did research, um, I think it was was it Randall Cobb that the Cowboys had that they got rid of had, I think, 80-plus uh, targets. And so a lot of those targets are opened up. Right. They got rid of Jason, the Iron Man Witten. So C.D. Lamb. Oh, I like that. I like that. I am a fan. So that's, um, again, if Dobbins falls to me, I'm going to have a decision to make between C.D. and J.K., but um, likely J.K. goes at number three, and I'll probably try and take the best wide receiver in a class of stud wide receivers. Yeah, it, it kind of, you know, shows in this draft how unfortunate the draft went. You know, there there's so many juicy spots, all the mock drafts. You get excited about certain, you know, players in certain situations, and uh-huh. – like, two people fell into ideal situations that you would, you know, check off, like, yeah, I, I like that spot. Yeah, there was there was a lot of, like, okay spots. There wasn't yeah. too many, like, phenomenal ones. Um, and, again, I, this was w- one of the big surprises of the NFL draft, too, and everybody was locked down watching from home. Right, right. Um, you know, that was one that was kind of got the, oh, like, right, 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 yeah, exactly. And, again, a lot of people think they just didn't want the Eagles to have him, and that's just the Jerry Jonesiest kind of thing. That and I love it. It is what he is. Yeah. But again, when people dove in, they found out that there are a lot of targets. It is a high-powered offense. Dak's a good quarterback. He really right. had a good kind of breakout. You know, so breakout well, I mean, this year. Dak threw for what forty-five hundred or five thousand yards still last year. I mean, he he still threw a lot. Yeah, and he did sign his franchise um, already. So again, hopefully that'll be all good, and they might have to do some. They're going to you know, pay Dak. Yeah. Well, they've paid everybody else, and which makes you think that maybe yeah. they get out from Amari next year and CD really takes a step forward because he's got a big contract, which but there are some outs. I, I see that more likely than anything. I mean, get out of the contract, sign Dak long-term. Now you have Dak, Zeke, and, and two young stud wide receivers, and just hope for the best. Sounds like it should work. Um, also worth noting that they have a new head coach. They signed um, McCarthy, right? Yep. So former Packers head coach. And he, why that's important is he has supported an offense. Yeah, go Bears. So we are Bear fans. We'll just get that out of the way. We're uh, from the Chicagoland area. We're coming to you from Rockford, Illinois. Um, and, yeah, it's just – so we have watched multiple games where, you know, he seemed to be a good coach. Things didn't go well for the end of his coaching career in Green Bay, though. Him Not and Aaron great. Rodgers. Just Not great. Nobody likes Aaron Rodgers because he is the worst. So Aaron Rodgers also doesn't like anybody else. Hey, Aaron. Yeah, just uh, hope that his season goes awful. And apparently <laughs> everyone in Green Bay hates him because they I hope they were, stay healthy and play terrible. Oh, they were completely unwilling to get him any wide receiver help, and they yeah. drafted his replacement they in the first round. They literally drafted all defensive He's players. Just, just the worst. Every position except quarterback. Oh, so, yeah, their new coach, LeFleur, making moves to get LeFleur. rid of Aaron. 
cram it up your cram hole, Lord. Yeah. So again, we, so that's about where I'm at with CD. Again, he's got you know a coach who's supported um, teams that have had three successful fantasy wide receivers. Psyched to get him. I would just hope that he can have that kind of Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins type of ceiling. And, you know, it might not come in the first yeah. year, but I think he can still be useful for your team in the first year. Yeah, I mean, he might fit into that, what we thought Gallup was going to be longer term, you know, in that yeah. 1,000 to 1,200-yard range, you know, handful of touchdowns, and Gallup could regress into more, you know, niche role. Well, Nick is the Gallup owner in our Dynasty League. Talk about Gallup just quickly. Um, I liked him enough that I traded him. Oh, did you trade him? <laughs> I did trade Who did you trade him to? Uh, I think I traded him to Andrew. What'd you get? Everything. Oh. As per usual. Oh, tell us. Tell the people. We got well, it now. I don't remember. You don't remember? All right, you let can me, look it up. Let me look it up here. I'll jump into the next one. CD, he's a stud. So the next one that went off the board was DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift, um, a lot of people had him as their number one running back before the draft. And this is maybe the most unfortunate landing spot for any really talented player in this draft. Um, He goes to the Detroit Lions. So, again, we already mentioned we're Bears fans. Um, And the Lions are a team you like to have in your division just because they are bad at football. They're not a good team. They got Matt Patricia, their coach, who came from the Patriots. And um, a lot of teams that have hired coaches that have come for the Patriots from the Patriots, they don't turn into the Patriots. They you know never do. No one's they been super do. successful. Um, Matt Patricia also just in watching kind of his press interviews and things like that, right. just seems like I'll use the word abrasive, like an <laughs> abrasive guy. Abrasive um, and he he's just sometimes again he's got a little bit of that Adam Gase kind of. I don't really care about fantasy, which again you're an NFL coach, you're trying to win. But those guys, I think why they're not good for fantasy is they don't seem to utilize their most talented players really effectively and to their fullest ability. And that also makes your team worse at football. So they're guys that will win right. a couple of games, but, you know, again, I think that they could win more. So the thing with DeAndre Swift, again, the Lions are bad. That's the first thing. Um, the Lions are bad. Historically bad at running. I think that Kerryon Johnson, I want to – was it last year was the first – um, running back to rush for over 100 yards was either this last th- last year or two years ago um, was the first running back for the Lions to rush over 100 yards since I think um, Devin or what's Bush um, who ended up playing for the Saints um, Reggie Bush Reggie Bush there it is um, so again not great at running the ball and the other problem is that Kerryon Johnson's still there so Kerryon Johnson is a good running back he went pretty high in drafts last year but he gets hurt so. It sounds like he's probably going to be ready for the season and coming back and playing healthy. And we know that um, this is just a, a thing that if you you know played fantasy, if you've listened to the other analysts, pe- a biggest predictor of injury is previous injury. So if a guy's been hurt in the past, sometimes they re-aggravate those things. Sometimes um, just kind of your body adapts and maybe a thing heals a certain way so that it throws off your mechanics. But Kerryon Johnson has been hurt in the past, so it's possible he gets hurt again. But if he doesn't, he is a talented running back, and he's going to get carries. Um, of all the people that Matt Patricia, he just seemed to hate everybody on his team, but I think he liked Kerryon Johnson a little bit. Like, What do you feel about that? I'm muted. Oh, I no. don't – I hope somebody that I don't like takes Swift because <laughs> it, it's, it's not good for anybody. It's not a run-focused team. You already have another running back there that's 
not terrible. Like he, he's not droppable or, or tradable. He's mm-hmm. good enough to roster. So you, you're automatically kind of capping that, you know, backfield. Yeah. I, I mean, all these spots, I guess, are going to kind of running back by committee anyway. But if that's the spot, I, I don't want to run back by committee in, in, in Detroit. Yeah, and the other thing is just I think I heard that Kirion next year they could maybe get cut bait with him and you know let him test free agency. Yeah. But for this coming year, yeah, you worry about the landing spot. But, again, he's a guy that um, if talent wins out, he can really get a lot of volume. He could be the guy in that offense. So anytime you can get, you know, a good, a good running back in um, who's the main guy for his offense. You know, you can take a chance on it. Right. Cram it up your cram hole. All right. Uh, just had to play one more. <laughs> so what, is, what does this trade say? Um, let's see. We got you got. I got a. Oh yeah, I got another first round pick. Okay. And then I gave away Gallup and a second round pick next year. Oh, look at you! Uh, first Great success. First <laughs> round bamboozling people out there, huh? Yeah, first round team ten. So I don't know. So Michael Gallup could have a decent year, and again, it could be. You know, I, I'm predicting that they get rid of Amari, but they could have Michael Gallup. You know, they could get rid of him, and he could go somewhere and be a really successful guy. It was more team. of I still feel like I traded to ninety to ninety five percent of his actual value. I I mean, to where if if Lamb didn't go there, uh-huh. then you know I still got almost the same I would have gotten anyway. Well, I actually liked Gallup a lot before Lamb went there and did not, you know, see that that was going to be the way that it shook out in the draft. It's not who I had predicted them taking. So I had right. made some offers for him and kind of feel like I might have dodged a bullet a little bit, <laughs> especially when I get his uh, more talented, younger counterpart, CD Lamb, in this draft. I mean, well, I think he's going to be there for you. <sighs> he should be. Again, if somebody reaches for him um, – We'll go on, but the next running back that was off the board at the uh, one six is Cam Akers. So, and I think this is kind of an interesting one. I'll let you take Cam. You talk about him. So it's just it depends on what you buy into. Do you buy into the Rams going full blown RBBC, like full blown committee? I I just don't see it based on history. You know, if Akers goes there and is the stud that he looked like he was at Florida behind a terrible line, then why would you not just give your rookie that you're paying not a ton of money to the ball all the time? Yeah, and the thing about Akers is one of the reasons that he, you know, kind of one of the things that was pointed out when I was doing, again, my pre-draft analysis was that he was at a school where he was running behind a very poor line, right. and that kind of brought down his numbers and his Which he will be again. box scores. And then he goes to a place with another poor line. Yeah. Um, so, again, he's a guy who's used to it, and then maybe he can overcome. But they have uh, Daryl Henderson, who uh, I'm not sure if he was a third or fourth round pick last year. And people were taking him high yeah. in rookie drafts and kind of expecting him to maybe overtake Gurley if Gurley had an injury. People were excited about him. And he really didn't materialize. He didn't have that many carries, didn't have that many yards. Um, I think the, res- the report was that he could you know catch the ball but wasn't really a workhorse guy. But he's going to be around, and he's probably going to give a t- be given a chance. Um, other one they have there is Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown's more of a pound the rock kind of guy. Um, he did get some goal line carries. He might take away some goal line touches. He is on my dynasty team and it's like, ah, do I want to keep <laughs> Maybe he's the guy. Um, but again, he's, he's on the Rams and who knows, but the, the offense, some, t- they've shown flashes of being a good offense. They've got a coach that many people believe is a very good coach. Um, 
So they might have chances to score points. And, you know, Goff's one of those guys he can be a little up and down. He'll have a good game, and then he'll disappear. So Cam Akers, again, another guy that I'm not real excited about that I don't really want to take just because, again, he's got a bad line. There's other guys that, you know, you're not expecting to beat him out, but they're there, and they can take touches. Cam's a guy that I hate at four, but I love at six. Interesting. All right. So. And uh, we do have a couple chats in here by a oh. B Bakey. Uh, <laughs> I think you need more toys on your desk and there are not enough boxes. Well, once you all like and subscribe <laughs> and YouTube, we start getting that YouTube money, then we can buy all kinds of toys for the desk. Exactly. We'll just, just be littered <laughs> on the walls. We'll be coming to you from a roller coaster in, uh, <laughs> in Florida. Yeah. All right. So who next? So who went next in your draft? All right, uh, next in the draft. I By the way, we going. Uh, that Gallup pick, uh, so Gallup and a future second for the number six pick. So I get the sixth overall pick. So sixth this overall. pick. All right. And, again, I think that, yeah, it'll, again, with the rookie draft, too, you never know how it's going to shake out. And Akil Harry people were high on last year. I think he went as the one or two in a lot of leagues yeah. and, like, got an injury, didn't really materialize, and now Tom Brady's gone. and. You know, is Cam going to be the guy? Things I like almost that. like it better without Tom Brady there. That's an that's a hot take. That's a hot take. Get the is the it? New England fans to come and just blow up the chat and tell you you're you know, wicked stupid. But um, <laughs> another gonna be more mad that you just said that. Yeah. What you just said <laughs> is one of the most insanely I, uh, idiotic things I've I ever don't think, heard. <laughs> I don't think we need to move to the basement. No, we're going to be Bakey. That's what. Uh, that's what should happen. So, for all you out there, B. Bakey is Nick's significant other who's just throwing the shade from the, yeah. from the got, upstairs. You got a boo <laughs> drop on there? <laughs> oh, I got all kinds of them. So, let's see. Here's one for her. Why are you the way that you are? And I said that the other day to her. Yep. Yeah, it's so it's, true. It's annoying. All right. So, moving on. Cam Akers. Six pick. Six. So, now we're on to number seven. and That was six. That was six. Yep, on the on a seven. So here, hold on, I got. All right. Mozambique, yeah. There we go for our video game fans. <laughs> we're, we're streaming it on Twitch. We gotta throw some um, some apex drops in. So the next one we got is Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy on a lot of people's boards before they sat down and really looked at tape and did the an analysis. Um, he was the number one re wide receiver on a lot of boards, uh, just for the most talented guy going into the draft. He lands in Denver. So Jerry Judy was a guy that also when we were doing our kind of, you know, preparing for our rookie draft, he was going to be my first pick, you know, over C.D. Lamb. And then just the more I heard, the more yeah, I watched, the sure. more I kept getting into things, I think – his floor is higher than CD, but I think his ceiling is also lower. So Jerry Judy, um, again, out of Alabama, he is very similar sized to CD Lamb. He's 6'1, 193 pounds. CD was 6'2, 198 pounds. There's really a lot of similarities when you look at the two of them. Jerry Judy, kind of his pros is he's a really smooth route runner, is what you'll hear about him. Right. Um, CD, people like him a little more after the catch, but Jerry Judy goes to Denver. So. Here's the thing about Denver. Denver, he's might be the most changed offense. Like if you're watching things, they've got right. Drew Locke. He came in a little bit later in the year. He looked all right. You know, people are again. Denver people are psyched. They want him to just be the next coming of right. John Elway. But they've wanted that with the last 15 quarterbacks that John Elway's tried to bring it. Now, 
Um, I guess Peyton Manning was good. They've got Vic Fangio. Uh, he was a former Bears you know, defensive coordinator and now the coach there, and he is more of a defensive-minded guy. He really did a good job um, with the defense in Chicago. But, again, not known for the, you know, air it out, throw, yeah, it, throw it, it a million times a game. Not known for his offense. So one of the big worries with him is just it's going to be a low-powered offense. They're going to win with their defense. They're going to grind it out. They've got Cortland Sutton, who um, – Cortland Sutton is a talented wide receiver – People have him as a wide receiver one. I think Jerry Judy in a year or two could overtake him. I think he's going to get more targets. Uh, you know, Cortland Sutton, he makes some really good catches, but it seems like a lot of them are contested. Like, his separation isn't great, but he definitely makes some phenomenal catches. He's a talented his, guy. His, yeah, his hand-eye coordination is insane. He can catch the ball from anywhere, but you're right. It, it looks cumbersome. It almost looks... Uh, you don't see him make easy catches and, and no, just walk in that no, much. No, 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 like. not at all. But, again, so it's – when you're watching, it's exciting. So, you get to like him just for kind of the highlights. But it's like what Kelvin be a Benjamin better, like, wide receiver, too. Or, you know, the second wide receiver on a team. Um, Mike Williams is a guy who's like that, too. I really like – he just makes phenomenal catches. You throw it to him, he catches it. But I he know. just always looks like the guy is right on him in his face. I know. Um, he just needs the targets. So, again, I think Jerry Judy's going to get volume, volume, volume. Um, they also drafted K.J. Hamler, who we'll talk about maybe in the later rounds here. But um, also they got Noah Fant, who's a tight end, who was drafted pretty highly. People like Fant. Yeah. And the other guy that they got was Melvin Gordon. They uh, picked him up within free agency. Melvin Gordon catches the ball. He's, a, you know, he'll On paper, if the quarterback's good, they have a high, high power offense. I right. mean, there's a lot of pieces there. There's a lot of talent there. And they could be, you know, they could be great or they could be kind of the Bears. They could be kind of the Browns. You know, they could. For sure. <laughs> Just really thank thank goodness for the Browns because otherwise the Bears would have been the most disappointing, like most underachieving team for expectations in all of the NFL. Um, so, anyways, that's that's Jerry Judy. I would love to have him on my team. He's a guy that I might glance his way in a redraft league. Um, and again, I think he again kind of the comp that I liked was T. Y. Hilton. Um, I've heard some other comps, but that was the one that. Just from the things that I watched, right, felt kind of so at six. It's one of those, or even at seven too. It's one of those like, I hope somebody before took him, you know, because yep. I have to take him there, and I don't necessarily love it. See now, if I got him, you're saying at seven or at eight? At six or seven? Oh, I'm pretty psyched. I think if I get him there, because again, he could become the best wide receiver out of this. Just again, a lot of for people sure. I think at at seven eight, I think. Yeah, you, you start getting to that that bonus territory, but yeah, like five, six, yeah, yeah, even six. I, I that's too early. Okay, so after Judy, we'll go on, and the next one that went off the board was wide receiver Jalen Rager. I've heard it Rieger, I've heard it Rager. I like Rager. Um, so until I hear otherwise, but he went to Philadelphia. So the thing about Philly is they've got. They've got a lot of wide receivers now. They picked up guys. They got Goodwin. They've still got um, Jackson. They've got Alshon. Alshon will probably start on the pup is kind of what I've heard from the latest um, reports out there. But Jalen, kind of the scouting report on him was like great athlete um, on a bad team. So his box scores don't blow you away. But, again, if they can develop him a little bit, people are excited about him. And he's he might have gone out of all the wide receivers to the best he's situation. Correct. Yeah, he's kind of a, a mystery. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust him. I don't know if I can trust Carson Wentz. I don't know if I can trust 
the Eagles to throw the ball. Like, there's a lot of you don't knows, but if you just look at the stats, you're like, all these things look good. I I would like a player on this team. If you compared A and B, you know, uh-huh. they they would win the the battle. I think so. It's kind of a interesting spot and another another uncomfortable one. Now you got to think that Deshaun Jackson and um, Alshon Jeffrey are gone next year, right? Both. Okay. I would think so. So my hope, I hope Deshaun Jackson makes it to the season. Yeah, there's been some uh, some social media post stuff that he's done. He got in a little trouble, but uh, yeah, I think his health wise, it seems all right. Yeah, um, for sure. But if that's what you're referencing, I think that yeah, I think that that'll probably. I agree. I think he'll be fine. He'll, he'll be able to play. Um, they still got uh, Jaws, JJ or Sega White or Sega Whiteside. Is that just sunk cost at this, um, at this so point? So he they spent a little bit of draft capital on him last year. He uh, the report that I read was that he, he was injured all through last year, so maybe that was holding him back. But there, there's just little things like this that maybe yeah. if you're choosing between two guys, you know, you take a glance at kind of the write up on uh, Jaws and see, uh, you know, maybe we'll get a couple targets. Would you, would you give up a second round pick for Jaws? No, no. Would you a third? No, I'm waiting for Ethan to drop him after our draft. <laughs> <laughs> Scoop him up off the waivers. That is exactly uh, the thing that might happen. That's if Ethan likely. makes all of his picks. Well, Ethan, our buddy, like Nick, has like seven picks. Like, yeah. it but is unlike, all over the place. Uh, unlike, I guess he probably has players dropped too. I was like, I, I got a lot of crap that I can get I, off I my roster. I just can't wait to scoop up all of Ethan's drops. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Um, if there's anything you can count on Ethan for, it's the wrong move. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drop players. Yeah. Um, all right. So, Jalen Rager, talented guy. Good spot. You can take a chance on him. But, again, there is a chance that, you know, maybe he gets into that higher competition right. and maybe he does struggle a little bit. So after Rager, the next wide receiver off the board, again, at the 1-9 is Justin Jefferson going to the Minnesota Vikings. I think uh, he might be one of the guys you like. He might be eyeing. Let's I think he's one of the most polarizing players in the draft because I've seen people take him at 3, and I've seen people take him at 14. You know, it's either buy-in or, or you don't. If, you've, if you have a truther in your league, then, you know, watch out. Otherwise, he may fall all the way out into the second round. Um, I, I like him. I like the situation. I know they say he's not a perfect comp to Diggs, but it, it doesn't matter. Like, those targets have to go somewhere. Um, you know, I think they're going to throw the ball. Um, I don't really trust Thielen as much as I did, you know, 12 months ago or 18 months ago. Yeah, um, Thielen had hamstring issues, which, again, they usually linger through the year, but they don't seem to right. hold on from year to year. Um but he's not young anymore. He's no spring chicken. You know, he's. Uh, I saw a report that they might move him to the outside a little bit more. Yeah. Some people are projecting um, Justin Jefferson to come in and take on that Stefan Diggs role. They trade away Diggs. Uh, what do you think about that? Are you? Well, I said I. I, I think he more fits the the Thielen role actually, okay. um, according to most reports. Uh, so I, I think they might actually complement each other fairly well, and if they develop. If he develops rapport with, with Cousins, I think that could be a, a very good situation. Yeah, I don't know. You know who I think fits the Thielen role? Thielen. Thielen? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I don't yeah, know yeah. what they're going to do with yeah, him. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But. Um, the knock on him, though, is that the Vikings, they're more of a run team. They don't love to air it out. they got Kirk right. Cousins, who's accurate, but he's – no, he's not a world he's beater. He's Kirk Cousins. As as, yeah, he is. He's you like Kirk that? Cousins. I always look at him at, like, the very end of drafts when I'm looking at quarterbacks. I'm like, eh, nah, I'll yeah. take a chance on, like, Drew Locke or yeah. um, Joe you don't, Burrow. You don't want to start him, but you end up always losing to him. 
Hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Hard pass. Uh, but, you know, he's a good streaming option if you are doing, you know, streaming Absolutely. your quarterback in, like, a redraft league. Something like can't yeah. really do the streaming in Dynasty because all the quarterbacks are taken. They're off the waivers. You can't just pick them up. But. Right. So, moving on after that, we've got Henry Ruggs, the first wide receiver taken in the NFL 2020 draft, goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. I just want to watch the Raiders so much. Like, I don't know that they'll be good at all, but I still want to watch it. I like Gruden. There's characters. There couldn't be a better pick for a good team than Ruggs, I feel like, late. I mean, it's if, if you're looking to top off a team that's already very good, why not throw like a wild card, you know, you know, speed demon that'll just, you know, you don't know. 60% of the time it works every time. Um, yeah, exactly. but, are, but the, but the rate, are you saying that the Raiders are a good well, team? Or I are mean, you saying that they're not? After, after what the, honestly, after the first pick, you're kind of dart throwing anyway. There, there's no guarantees in a rookie draft. You can, you can see that year after year. They're, they're mostly busts. But Ruggs has the characteristics to not bust, and he's going very late. So a lot of people had Ruggs as, like, their third best wide receiver before the draft. And then he goes to the Raiders, who need wide receivers. Right. And he's now fallen down to, like, you know, that 8, 9, 10 kind of range. And it's – Carr is a a quarterback. He's, you know, a a little bit like um, the guy we just talked about, Kirk Cousins, where he's, like – a good quarterback, but you don't feel psyched to have him as your team's quarterback, to have him as your dynasty quarterback. He's been a Pro Bowl multiple timers or multiple times. I do you like him? Do you want him? Like I, I am very okay if he is my quarterback. Okay, even as, as, as if he's your quarterback, throwing it to your fantasy wide receiver, who's I, Henry Ruggs. Like, I still think he can be a, a top twelve quarterback. All right, and we've talked before, but. Give the people a little bit of insight into how much draft capital really seems to affect players like rookies. It seems to be the biggest deciding factor. So if you look at any reports, I've gone through a bunch of reports on Reddit, where if, if you just drafted players based off where they were drafted in the actual NFL draft, excluding quarterbacks, it almost predicts it 100% accurately. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's better than trying to predict it based off other characteristics after the draft. Yeah, and again, I've heard some comps, but so the probably the highest praise kind of comp is, it, um, I think it was Gruden said he wanted to use him like Antonio Brown. So if you get Antonio Brown in a draft, you feel pretty psyched. If you get, if, if you get Antonio Brown of Antonio without Antonio the crazy. Brown. <laughs> yeah, give me all the Antonio Brown without the crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that, I don't know. I I kind of the comp that I saw when I looked at him was um, Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, who was the first wide receiver off the board. He was a speedster. He wasn't the guy that everybody thought was the most talented wide receiver, but right. he was the fastest. I also heard a stat that like I forget the exact numbers, but out of the last however many combines, the fastest person to run the uh, the forty. The Raiders have taken like six out of seven. All of, of the, them. As that, yeah, they just yeah. love the speed. It's been a, a Raider tradition forever. So, again, they should take, be fast. Take the athletic freak and hope for the best. You take the Tyree Hill of the of the draft and hope you get Tyree Hill. Yeah, but if the 110, if you can get the first wide receiver taken to a team where he should def- – he'll get volume. Will it? What kind of volume will it be? Will it be those high-risk long passes? Will he, you know – If, if Ruggs is there when I have the 9 and 10 pick – he won't be there. I think after. you have to take him at that point. Um, and the guys that come up after him, we'll talk about. I 
I don't like any of them a lot more than this I like kinda the where ceiling it, of Henry. This is kind of where it drops off. I I feel like there's a very larger, very large shelf between here and the next couple players that we're going to talk about. All right. So next one, it is the 111 pick, and the projected player that went was Keyshawn Vaughn, running back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with new quarterback Tom Brady. And really the question is, is anybody going to get any touchdowns, or is Gronk just going to have them all, and he's just going <laughs> to – there's so oh. many touchdowns. Don't threaten me with a good time. He's just going to spike. Like, Don't will they be able to play on the field time. with all the holes from Gronk's spikes? You know? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> he is just going to truck people. Oh, tell the people year. who you held on to all last year in our Dynasty League. Oh. Gronk. Gronk. <laughs> because Gronk. It is the most fun player to own. Even if he's bad, it's just fun to, like, open your team and you're like, oh, what? Gronk. What is the first thing you thought when you heard Saw I the report. You. Gronk is like, coming oh, back. You got. Nick, it was you like, thought. I didn't even think you were a genius. I was me. just like, that idiot's gonna be so happy. Oh. He's just gonna be like, just gronk, gronk, gronk. <laughs> I was so thrilled. So we'll see if he's good. Gronk's so, an older so man. Thrilled. Took a year off. He wears last the last season that he played that we watched him. He had the biggest, most bulky arm brace on, and I feel yeah. like that really impeded his ability to catch. No. That's Have how you ever seen a bigger brace on it? That's NFL how he trucks people. He <laughs> leads with so. that. He just holds yeah. it up and runs and, behind and it. It's just like gone. Captain America's it's like, shield. Yeah, it's like the Gibraltar's gun shield. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. it's um, going to be that. So, again, of all the teams that I want to watch, I think. This Tampa feels like Bay a throwaway pick, though. No, you're like uh, Tom Brady, Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm just going to get this guy. So, you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't like. I feel like it feels like a reach. I not so, that the next few players are you know, you know jumping out at me, but I don't necessarily like this. All right, if you feel it's a reach, I'll make the case for, and you make the case against. Okay. So Keyshawn Vaughn goes to Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and here's the big thing. So Ronald Jones is also on my dynasty team. Ronald Jones, people are coming along a little bit, like maybe he can run, maybe he's not the worst player in the world, but again, he goes late in drafts, and. He the big knock on him is that he just doesn't have good hands. So I yeah. also heard a stat that he had like was one of if not the top like yards per catch for um t- for running backs. Right, but he just didn't have a lot of volume. So yeah. I don't know what the sample size was. Um, not enough. But he he again he's Jordan Howard esque in his ability to like he just got that label of like can't catch the ball. Maybe he can catch one now and then, but he just thinks yeah. about it. It's not smooth. Um. So, again, it sounds like Keyshawn Vaughn can catch. So, if he goes in, Tom Brady's the guy who checks it down. He had James White, who is a, one of my favorites, who always just chronically underrated running back in the NFL, especially in PPR, because he can catch. And he just would give him little dunks, and they'd dink their way down the field. I'd rather have James White than think Keyshawn Vaughn. Oh, If I James White was at, at the 11, I would take him. Yeah, if James White decided just to jump on the Patriots going to Tampa Bay yeah. train, I would I'm in. take him high. I'm um, but Keyshawn Vaughn was a guy that one of the Knoxes, again, I, you didn't hear a lot about him before the draft. Really what happened was I think people like his spot better than they like the talent of the guy. But he's going to be there. He's going to you know, hopefully have some the chances. biggest selling point is there's only one thing Tom Brady loves more than throwing to Gronk, and that's dumping it off to the running back. He loves to dump it off. I don't know. Yeah. Tom he loves to check it. He loves the, the out route. He, he loves anything where he can give it to a running back. Well, Keyshawn Vaughn might be the guy, so he might get some catches, might get some touchdowns again. And I think one of the big things, too, is that people don't think Rojo's very good. So yeah. if you don't believe in Ronald Jones, then you got to believe it's going to be well, somebody. I, I think with Godwin, 
you have Evans, you have Gronk. I think Ronald Jones is going to be good enough that they're not going to like worry about trying to give somebody a, a, a workhorse role. If Brady's still got it, they should be a high-powered offense because they have I all agree. the talented pieces that you can you know, use. So I, I guess it, it depends on if Keyshawn Vaughn's the touchdown guy, then he'll have value. Gotcha. So again... So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But if you're going to shoot your shot, well, he's kind of... That's why he's here. Yeah, and he's maybe just starting the next tier of running backs. Um, yeah, I would say that, you know. And this might go into, you know, you know, Cardinals football strategy of always drafting a pitcher. Just always draft keep a running going. back. Yep. Just keep drafting running backs, <laughs> and eventually you'll get good ones. Yeah, and then also, again, depending on your team makeup, maybe you've got good wide receivers on your team and right. you need a running back. That's probably, def- again, the general consensus that that's the next best guy after those right. kind of more talented Well, and again, the, the wide receivers here versus the wide receivers and five or six picks, the quality drop is minimal. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of kind of interesting, you know, could-be-goods in the next one. So we'll finish up the first round. We yep. have... Um, at the 112, Michael Pittman Jr., wide receiver for Indianapolis Colts. Um, so Pittman Jr., what I've heard is kind of the comp for him is uh, Mike Williams. And it's interesting because right. Drew Brees comes over. So Mike Williams didn't have a great year last year, and it was a lot because I think he only had three touchdowns. He just didn't have a lot of touchdowns. Like yeah. He went from 10 or 11 the year before. Down. Then he got hurt. Yeah. All types of stuff. So he had some things. Um, he kind of has little injuries throughout the year, but – Michael Pittman Jr. is just a big guy, should be able to catch those contested catches. Um, he kind of fits a role that the Colts, um, their other guys, so T.Y. Hilton, um, Paris Campbell, are, they, they're not the same type of wide receiver. So right. he could get some of those more kind of crossing and under routes. But, again, I think that the talent of Michael Pittman Jr., most people agree on that he's just a good wide receiver and he's going to a place it, where It kind of still feels line. like too many cooks in the kitchen, though, doesn't it? <sighs> Well, T.Y.'s getting old, so let's say maybe you're trying to yeah. play for next year instead of this year. Um, again, t- let's say T.Y. leaves. Then it's – who is it? It's um, Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman Jr., and then can you name the third guy? They got rid of Deion Kane, I think, and um, like some other guys that were – Yeah, I can Had remember. some games where they were usable. Pascal, Zach Pascal. Yeah, they weren't world beaters. So yeah. I think that as far as too many cooks in the kitchen – I think my fear would be more that just the Colts are going to be a team that runs the ball and they just win by pounding it with their phenomenal. I agree. Rookie. I think with <laughs> JT pounding the ball, I, I and their line, and you already have a couple offensive weapons, you know, that you can throw to. So yeah, I I don't necessarily love the landing spot. I still like Paris Campbell too. Yeah, and I traded for Paris Campbell in our dynasty. I got rid of Brandon Cooks and Jordan Howard. Um, this was after Cooks was traded to the Texans, and I got. Yeah. Um, a, f- a first and a second next year, and then I got um, Paris Campbell, I think. I'd, I'd almost look to trade this pick to the Paris Campbell owner and say, hey, I'll trade you, you know, the 112 for Paris Campbell and your third-round pick. Yeah, and there he's definitely one that's coming up as a name of a guy to watch yeah. and um, somebody that, again, I think that the Colts, that'll be a team in redraft that I'm watching that first game of the season and seeing, like, who's out there, who's getting yeah. the ball thrown to him, how do they look. Um, so, again, I'm excited for that. All right, let's see this. So that ends the first round of um, we did just a three round draft. So we might take a little so break right now. Yeah, uh, where do you where do you think the key drops and value are? So like, where do you, where do you think there's a, a definite tier shift for the running backs? I think that after those first um, 
five after Cam Akers, then there's a big tier shift for the running backs. We got Keyshawn Vaughn, and then you got kind of the the next round Zach Moss, Antonio Gibson, right. AJ Dillon. I think that's the tier break there, and then um, and then there might be like a, a smaller tier break between those next level and then the next ones that'll go in the third right. round. But a lot of them are kind of they've got a chance. They might yeah, have I've, an opportunity. I think you're looking at. CEH and JT almost seem like sure things. Like, they're going to be good. Yeah, and then for the uh, the wide receivers, so we got C.D. Lamb. Where's the lamb? Some people think that he's in a tier of his own. Um, you could put Jerry Judy, though, in there with him. This is Judge Judy. So I think you got Lamb and Judy. <laughs> um, and again, that, people that sound drop <laughs> is so clicky. <laughs> it, I took that sound drop straight from the the Judge Judy like opening that <laughs> you can't find it on something. We're just have to record a, a Jerry Judy. Uh, yeah, this is Judge Judy. But again, I can't hear Jerry Judy's name without thinking of Judge Judy. I don't yeah. know if there are other people out there that can. Um, and then after that, for the wide receivers, yeah, some again, I, I I don't think I'd put rugs up with those two. And again, even, no, not at all. Um, I think you I think you're looking at four blue jet players. I think you got JT, Ceh, Judy, and Lamb. I mean, I think those are your your four safest blue chip could be all stars. Yeah. Right. And, and then Dobbins, I might throw in the group just because Do- of Dobbins the next has, year. Dobbins has a fighting chance. I think Acres as well has the next closest. I put them in the the one B or, or the second tier. Uh huh. And then out of all those, pl- man, you could just see a world in which Ruggs is like a good NFL player, helps the Raiders, but just isn't great for fantasy. Or has boom bust games, like maybe as a game where he has. Right. 150 yards, you know, two touchdowns, and then he has a week where he has, like, one catch for, like, 30 well, Like you mentioned before, I, I think that, like, we spent first-round capital on him. Gruen's going to be like, let's get this guy the ball. He's yeah. going to design so many plays just for him. That you don't take him as the first wide receiver off the board no. if you don't like him. They could have – and that, that's a lot of – I thought that maybe Jerry Judy would go to the Raiders, and I, I would have been excited. I would have been more excited for that. I agree, 100%. Um, so it's interesting. You never know. Again, he was fast, so the Raiders said, hey, <laughs> give me that speed. Come on over. Um, so anyways, yeah, I like I like all of them. But, again, I think that I, I agree with you as, as far as, like, the top, you know, the blue chip guys, the highest ceiling kind of guys. Right. All right. You want to take a break? Uh, sure. All right.
All right. Bernie and Lauren, we're done. Uh, yep. No, <laughs> that was enough. Yep. So that was how how good does it sound? Does it sound very clear? And does the picture look good? Because it looks kind of fuzzy through here. Yeah. So as we go forward, we'll keep working on the you know the picture quality, the sound quality, trying to get it as cleaned up as we can. Maybe you know camera angles, things like that. But again, for the first episode, we just wanted to get something on there. We're excited to talk about all this stuff. Um, just have some fun. And oh, shit. Oh, let's, I'm going to stream marbles. <laughs> Want to stream some marbles? Not at all, but not at all. I don't know who to, which marble to take. I haven't done my in-depth research like in the fantasy football world. Always blue, though, right? Um, but, yeah, you know, we're going to keep doing it. So if you want to like and subscribe, we're going to keep trying to push out at least one a week, maybe more, depending on when we have time. And uh, next one, we'll probably try and get through that second round of the rookie mock draft.